Fina Koto Katoa. Welcome back to another installment of Mates and Takes, a Nexus original podcast in which we rank things that really shouldn't be ranked. We have a new topic every week where we give our own personal top picks. And as always, I'm Oliver, and I'm joined by Cam, Cam and Liam. Cam and Liam. And straight off the bat, I just want to say this guy's got way too many bullet points on his piece of paper, and I don't like that. <laughs> I always print out before we come. And specifically requests us not to read them, <laughs> as if we're going to copy his homework live, like the teacher's grading us, and we're just going to steal all of what he said. What I've done is printed both sides, because I'm trying to save the planet, mm. and it offers a chance for you guys to cheat and see what my number one pick is right. on the other side. Right. Yeah, that's not actually the worst idea. It just um, makes me nervous. So we're recording on a Monday. Mm. So I, th I think it's worth asking, how's your guys' weekends? Liam? You had a good weekend. Didn't really do much, just... Just chilled. Just chilled. Nice. Yeah. I had a really fun weekend. I um, You know that bridge I usually hang out under? So um, I was there, and I was like playing with rubbish and trash and stuff. As I usually do. Like, that's my Saturdays usually. Like and rounding it up in, in a shopping cart, eh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and um, and then, like, across, sort of across, I don't really know how to describe the bridge, but just imagine something really dirty. And then, like, across this dirty way, there was just, like, this group of guys that were hacky sacking. And, like, you know, I'm wacky about my sacking. And so I joined in. And they were cool guys. They all invited me back to their place afterwards. And then, like, um, they made me drink this sort of, purple frothy like bubbly sort of drink and like a goblet or chalice sort of thing and then like I don't actually remember what happened after that um but I had fun and then I woke up under the bridge fully naked um covered in blood it's not mine I checked no no scratches no bumps so I don't know what it was but it was fun I think I know what it was oh. you were involved in some kind of weekend cult Oh, I think it's pretty safe to say. Well, well what would, how would you describe it? Reading it back, making friends, you know, that which is fitting for today because it's all about like first impressions and, you know, my weekend was pretty good. I kept all my clothes on, oh. not too much blood being spilt. Look, man, like blood. <laughs> the thing is, blood is just like one shower away from not being blood on you anymore. So it's not really like that much of a big deal. I'm just saying, like, it's not. You know, I'm not saying it's desirable, but, like, it's just one shower. As long as it's not your blood, yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah I'm the first got to cauterize it and dressing and first aid. What are we talking about today? <laughs> we are... <laughs> blood, <laughs> apparently. Well, I suppose that's a great segue into our topic because technically that could be a first date of sorts, which is what we're talking about today. Yeah, sacrificing. <laughs> Waking up under a bridge <laughs> covered in blood, probably not a great first date. Um, so that's almost the opposite of what we're going for today because mm. our topic of discussion is first dates and what we believe to be the best first right. dates. No need to put it in quotation marks. Like it's going to be a fact, right? Yeah, maybe I should have the best yeah. first Underlined. dates. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Emboldened. I don't know if there's much need to do this, but... Do we need to specify what makes a first date a first date? Because, uh, like, I think it's probably best for us 
to assume we haven't really spent any time at all with this person. Right. So more so we kind of might have common, like, connections, but this is really the first time we've hung out in person. So it's not necessarily blind, but it's certainly not a well-developed friendship that has gone like, oh, what would happen if... Precisely. Right. Yeah, yeah I do think that is actually a pretty important distinction. You've only had communication through, like, social media or your phone. Or, yeah, or maybe, like, yeah, I think that's a good way to do it. Or, like, there's always been almost one removed, you know, whether that's you're in a group and it's just you hang out in that group and are like, oh, what would, you know, rather than... Yeah, it's... It's kind of weird to say I don't like it shouldn't be a Tinder date just because a Tinder date Tinder date kind of has the connotations of maybe just being like a Netflix and chill type situation. Although I kind of realize that a lot of first dates these days will be Tinder dates, mm. but we're kind of going for like a more traditional first date rather than well I don't know at least well, I am. We're not necessarily saying it's like you can't discount how the interaction has occurred it's just that it is a fresh interaction so mm. whether that's on tinder and you've started talking off that or whether it's through any other means you know whatever it might be the whole idea is more that they just haven't really spent an extended period of time with you before this at any at any i guess level of depth right mm. that's probably a good way to go and i suppose the like overall date itself what you want to get out of it i suppose is based on your guys own criteria mm. so shall we just jump in do you guys have any um, things that you think make a date successful. Yeah. Uh, it is quite funny that you open with, I don't know if we need to define it, and then that was probably the longest definition like we've ever given to anything. <laughs> um, On the thing that needs it probably the least. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so I had limited to one activity uh, on a realistic budget, and I have creativity and uniqueness were highly prior prioritised. So it's not to say that like the like the craziest one is going to be the best, but just if it's something that you realistically can afford and also, I guess, um, as an addendum, realistically would do as well. Like personally, I'm never going to skydive. So that's never going to be a first mm. date for me. Even if I'm like, oh, that would be creative. It's like, yeah, but I wouldn't do it. So yeah. you can't be like, well, rent out a whole cinema. Cause yeah. like, you can't afford that shit. Yeah. yeah. Like you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Me. <laughs> Yeah, no, you don't have access to my accounts. <laughs> I have a rainy day fund, but it's just for cinema hireage. <laughs> this man opened up his KiwiSaver early just so he could get a Vint Cinemas lockdown. <laughs> yeah, I've, or, I've already withdrew all my funds. Uh, um, there's no way I'm retiring. I have some criteria. Mm. I've got the activity itself. Certain things like barrier of entry to actually do the thing. Uh, uniqueness, the logistics around it, the environment. So whether it's a noisy environment, overall physical comfort, mm. conversion rate. So the probability that you get a second date, is this date itself going to up or increase or have a high conversion rate based on certain things? Affordability, of course. Opportunities for romance. Escape options in case it's a really bad date. Mm. And possible expansion packs. So I know that we have narrowed it down to one activity and I'm only going to judge it on that activity. But I'm also just going to kind of talk to what it could lead into if you wanted to extend the date. That is such a well-nuanced definition and criteria that I I wish now that I did copy your homework because I love the expansion packs. 
subplot that you've figured out. Like you haven't, you not for a second is that a loophole. You've just completely been like, yeah, well, I still am going to consider that. You know that it doesn't happen in this like uh, discrete environment, right? Of just like an open and a mm. close. The best dates you'll ever have are the ones that kind of just keep going and maybe roll into something else. And I don't always mean like go back to hers or yours or mm. his. It's just the best dates I've ever had are pitted. A what? Pitted. Oh pitted my dates. god! <laughs> I hate the stone. So last week I started. So I don't care which one of you guys started start, but I'm not. Did you have a criteria before we do hands. jump in, Liam? I don't have any criteria. Oh, oh my God, this guy is chaotic. Well, you know, because I know these guys are always going to, this guy's going to like whip out a phone book and this guy's <laughs> got like something as well. Oh, so yeah, Cam's just got a computer brain. <laughs> yeah. So it doesn't really matter. Um, well, I can start. Uh, also, just to remind everyone, we're doing top threes. Yes. Your top three first dates. So... I initially just had ask Oliver what he thinks because uh, for people who won't know, this guy is pretty much my consultant on most of these things. He's my like, I usually will go to anything with a uh, small wire in my ear. He's given me cue cards and he's in a bush with binoculars, um, which is like, he's always in a bush with binoculars, but this time he's watching me and giving me some t- tips and advice, but I can't ask him beforehand. So I ruled that one out and I don't think you're going to like my solution. Um, whatever they want to do. That's my third date. What do they want? It's a progressive world. Say to them, what are you into? And if they go, I love Pokemon cards. It's like, okay, cool. Let's go to the Museum of Pokemon Cards in Ohope. Eight dollar <coughs> admission fee. Um, free for they're known <laughs> for their Pokemon card museum. Yeah, and are free for gold card members as well. So, you know, there are lots of financial benefits there if you are into the older persuasion. Um, But I just think the value of, like, asking them what they want to do, it allows you, it gives you this initial insight of what they're into right away um, without it being kind of quite forced, you know? Like, the initial conversation being like, what do you like to do, is sometimes a bit contrived. Um, But I do understand and acknowledge that there is a limitation to this, one being... Uh, you know when you have I don't know whatever you want that conversation loop of like where do you want to go for dinner I don't know where do you want to go I don't know where do you want to go so it can be a bit directionless and perceived as lazy a handy trick for that scenario is you go like say Oliver's the girl that I'm taking on a date why am I the girl Huh? just just think of a random made up girl bro I don't want to be the girl oh are you talking to me right now yeah okay yeah sure I'm the girl <laughs> Um, I go like this. Hey, Oliver, guess where we're going? Oh, where are we going? No, guess where we're going? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Toy World. Yeah, we're going to Toy yeah, World. Yeah, there oh, you go. That's your solution. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> I read it in a book once. I'm all stocked up on Bionicles. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need any more. I think um, just as a side part as well, one of the reasons I wanted to go first is uh, out of in this room – um, I am the only one who's single. And so I'm going to be doing less pushback on this, ladies. Uh, and uh, I'm just going to yeah. be taking notes. <laughs> so I won't, I'll be, I'm ready for you guys to crucify my options and whatnot. But as soon as I'm done talking, I'm actually a guest in this TED talk. Um, and who better f- than me uh, for me to learn from than two like attractive, strong jawline, 
Stop. Nice smiles. Keep going. Strong but firm hands. And ladies, very soft. At Cam Olsen. And add him. <laughs> slide into his DMs. He's you know he's a chill guy. And yeah, I mean, who if better you, to learn from? If you watch or listen to <laughs> you the podcast, know you know he's not, not a chill not guy. A chill guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've got strong opinions on literally everything. So. Okay, so Kamsas um, do whatever they want to do. Yeah, so yeah. I do like bringing that to the table. For my ones, I'm thinking, well, if this is the best first date possible, mm. I'm going for the top tier. I think if you let them choose, there's way, way too much randomness and possibility for it to be like quite shit. I do agree. One of the things I do like about this, which incorporates that random aspect, is that um, you are in a sense, competing against every first date that this person has ever gone on uh, in their Rolodex of, you know, I've gone out for dinner, I've gone here, I've gone here, I've gone here. And so putting the ball into their court uh, actually gives them an opportunity, particularly like if you think about kind of how old we are, we are at almost this frontier of like, hey, look, it actually doesn't matter anymore in the gender norms, who's making these different decisions and all that kind of thing. Starting off with that allows you to then be in a space which sure might be a bit more random for yourself and a little bit more chaotic for yourself, but um, that also opens up the space for this is genuinely going to based, be based on any form of human connection uh, with yourself and that other person. And if it's shit... So why are we even talking about this then? No, no, yeah, for sure. I get what you're saying. <laughs> and <laughs> no, that's why it's third, but yeah. um, there is still that opportunity at least for you to make something memorable out of something that you don't know, which is quite thrilling. Yeah, I think also... Yeah, like you've said, you've given them the opportunity to cater the date to yeah. precisely what they enjoy. Mm-hmm. Um, and you've been able to speak to it. If you had just been let them choose and I had yeah, no yeah, talking yeah. points, then I would have been like, that sucks. But yeah, of course, I see. Th- I like see. I'm saying, there's that fine line between lazy and empowering, right? Yeah. And navigating that's not easy. Well, just typical of you to do something quite um, zany <laughs> <laughs> somewhere in there. <laughs> Liam, your top three. Okay. Number three. He does have notes this time. Oh, he didn't have notes last time. No, I, I did. He freeballed it. Yeah. What? What? He and told us he freeballed it. Okay, so <laughs> my third one is quite elaborate, and it is um, <laughs> like stage a crime, but like don't actually commit one mm. in like front of your date. So like as an example, I have like you go to like a dairy beforehand and you're like walking you're like hey can i like buy this morrow and they're like yeah all right cool and then you're like but i'm gonna just leave it here and pretend to steal it in like 15 minutes then like you go in there with your date you're like hey you know steal the morrow and then you're like run and then you know you like you learn a lot about someone when you put them in a really stressful and perhaps traumatizing situation you do such as traumatizing them. So I, su- <laughs> I suppose your criteria for this first date is less about creating um, a good just experience for the both of you. It's like you're weeding out the weak. Yeah. This is like a job interview. <laughs> this is like a Darwinism. Get, you, you test if someone's a bitch or not. You know what I mean? Like you... <laughs> They're, they're gonna make it or break it. Right, right. Like weak. So you of think weak it, of you think character. if someone's against crime, they're a bitch. <laughs> so can we specify <laughs> that? Yeah, yeah. So I mean, like, yes, yeah, slightly, yeah. 
What I do like is Liam is um, right away being like, I'm pursuing a ride or die in this situation. I'm pursuing an accomplice, uh, Bonnie and Clyde. He's not here being like, because that's a lot of Mora bars that you're buying to pretend to steal if you're looking to do this regularly. Same so one. it's doing. Oh, I just keep. Oh, <laughs> everyone one. eats the Mora bar. <laughs> I never eat it. They're right. like, hey, can we share it? Like, we just come. I'm like, no, no, no. No, wow. Same I don't know if this is going to work out. Yeah. Right. And uh, I also like how you started off with stage of crime and then you went for like minor petty shoplifting because I initially was like, oh, he's going to murder someone. No, I, like, we have we, to hide the body. Okay, so like I agree with you guys that it has to be like realistic and affordable. So, you know. <laughs> do you do you go to different dairies as to not antagonize the same dairy owner mm. or do you well, I mean, create rapport with like I think one. you're going to have to create rapport. You're going to have the guy who's like, because if, in a real situation, and you, you've got like one second to be like, try and steal a candy bar, right? And like run away. And then also, you've got to go with like, what if your date's like, oh no. Yeah. That's why it's not higher up on my list. What if your There's date. There's a high chance to fail. What if your date pulls out a knife and is like, fuck that, take what's in the till? <laughs> and she actually goes beyond you. That's are you, or, or hey, are you, are you like, this is awesome now? Or you're like, I've been off way more than I can borrow chew? Um,. Yeah, I think that's when you got to have, like, a chill, like, a good rapport with the guy. So you can right. be like, yeah, let's go with this. <laughs> right. You don't want no hero trying to stop a knife. Mm. So based on our kind of criteria, you can only do one activity for your date. So what you're <laughs> saying is the whole date is going to a dairy. <laughs> hey, I don't hey, know what you're up to yeah, this like, Sunday. It's just, it's very, like... <laughs> It's a revelation, though, you know what I mean? Like, So he's setting his Tinder um, search preferences to really narrow, so it's within walking distance. 50 metres. He, he moved in right next to a dairy. And, like, somehow I've got to talk them into, like, meeting me at the dairy. Yeah. You know Foursquare? <laughs> okay, well, not there, because I've actually done some stuff there. But down the road, there's a super chill dairy owner guy. Well, you guys are really bringing the heat with these number threes. Did um, did you? Sorry, just real quick. Did you anticipate like, or not anticipate? Did you consider like a dine and dash of the exact same situation, or you don't like that? A little bit too much pageantry, because that almost does become thrilling, right? To a point, which is quite funny. Like it says a lot about our perception of wait staff versus <laughs> the dairy. Is you kind of care less. One of the um things I stated right at the start was that I don't actually steal. Mm. So you can't afford dinner. But I don't want to like. But you just do the same thing. You just pay the bill beforehand. You'd be like, "Hey, look, here's a tab, a prepaid tab." Yeah, well, and then dip. Or no. you're just like, "Ah, Cam, that's my number two. <laughs> nah, um, dash. No, I'm just going for like max affordability. Right. <laughs> this is only number three, man. <laughs> <laughs> number three of all dates. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> like that's the bronze medal. <laughs> is stealing a Moro, pretending to steal a Moro. Also, if you genuinely think it's a top three, then surely you've done it. No, but like last... <laughs> ha- did you say no because you have done it, but you haven't paid? Like you've actually shoplifted on a date? <laughs> no, a, I've never a done Moro goal? Outside of a date, for sure. I bet this guy's stolen Dragon Ball Z cards from the warehouse. <laughs> No, he's, I've stolen a tech deck from the warehouse once. It's all circumstantial. They actually can't get you on anything. So, you know, you can say whatever you want, technically. <laughs> Protection of freedom of speech. Um, what's your number three? 
My number three is a zoo date. Now, we didn't really specify this, but because we all live in Hamilton, because we live in New Zealand, we've kind of restricted it to that realistic affordability part, right? I'm a really big fan of going for like a bit of a walk, nature walk, something like that. But I understand that for a first date, going on a nature walk could be quite isolating for that person. You could go to the lake, but that area is just very, very windy. And I would argue like almost always kind of unpleasant. I've never really gone to the lake and been like, that was anything higher than a six and a half out of 10. The lake is the exact same as a zoo, but only ducks. Yeah. It's a duck zoo. It's a free zoo specific to ducks. I will yeah. say this. They have like done some work on the lake recently, but it's still shit, but it's better than it was. Okay. Right. That's good to know. You could go to the Hamilton Gardens. It's just a little too cliche. Like if your date's from out of town, then that's far, far stronger. I think zoo beats it if we're all Hamiltonians. It's a daytime activity, and I'll just let you boys know now, all of mine are daytime activities. It's important that there's kind of just no pressure in terms of, like, if you have a late night drink or dinner for a very first date, I think there's just a little bit uneasiness around, like, do you come back to mine? Do I go back to yours? Like, I just basically want to remove that completely. Mm. So very chill. Dairy's close at seven, so Liam's also taking that into account. Yeah, he is. <laughs> Um, uh, question, how much does the zoo cost? Yeah. It costs $26 for an adult, but you can buy an annual pass <laughs> for $85.50. So if you do that and you make sure you go on at least five dates for the year, you're making money. Wow. Uh, do you think if you are buying an annual pass and going on at least five dates the capuchin is going to get pretty boring pretty fast because you're going to be with someone and they're like, oh my God, look at that leopard. And you're like, yeah, fucking Sally is actually like really standoffish and she actually only comes out from three to four and uh, generally an unlikable disposition. I might, it might become stale for me, but mm. the overall product that I'm presenting, the right. experience would get better because I would know which animals to go for in which order. I would know when they get fed. True. I would know the best day of the week to go. Um, so it would get better for my date, a bit drier for me, but I'm not, it's like, I'm there to impress. At the end of the day, the point of the first date is to secure a second date with you. So inevitably you're going to get stale. So you may as well set up staleness as a fundamental feature. And then it would way. never be like this shocking thing when it turns <laughs> out I'm just dry. <laughs> it turns out you just really love penguins. <laughs> I've put here that you... It's great because there's a lot of talking points when you go through a zoo just because you can observe a whole bunch of different weird and wonderful animals. And I have noted that because you're just walking around the whole time, you do need fairly consistent like conversation, small talk, and that kind of needs to be a strong <coughs> skill of yours or a big part of it. But I also noted like you kind of need that in every single date anyway. Like mm. if you just can't talk to someone, you're screwed. So mm. I don't really... Yeah, like you, you can give any uh, any of our best dates to like a terrible conversationist, and he's gonna fail mm. every time. Like, mm. I love that. Like, which animal would you be, and why? At some point during the day, giving them like that little question. Right. Reason why this is a number three. It's weather dependent. It also is on the lengthier side, so you're probably gonna be on a date for one to two hours. 
I don't want to really be going too close to two hours on a first date. Mm. Which animal would you be? Just no why, just real quick. Wolf. Wow. Like an eagle or a hawk who doesn't want to fly. Could I answer wow. yours for you, Cam? Yeah. You'd be like a rat. Thank you. And why? <laughs> you just... Quite annoying, but I don't carry any diseases, even though people think I, I do. I just recently watched Chicken Little, and oh. you remind me of the, like, egg salesman rat characters. Yeah. Thank you. That's really nice. My favorite books growing up were Geronimo Stilton, which is, like, this adventurous... Well, he's a mouse, so it's Stuart Little. The rat is just the shitter mouse, isn't it? It's like... How tough is that? Yeah, because it's not... Do you think I have any mouse qualities? Maybe you could upgrade me to a mouse? I'm uh, happy to upgrade I him. would have to say, actually, the rat is superior to the mouse. Thank you. Mouses are weak and like... Mice, but yeah. Mice mice are weak, sorry. Yeah, thank you for the correction. That's okay. It's a rat Rats thing. are like durable <laughs> and like can like chew through steel drain pipes and shit. Mice I just die from like heart attacks when you scare them. <laughs> I can. That's why I like... <laughs> I play in trash and I'm always <laughs> chewing steel drain pipes on the weekend. That's why I'm under the bridge. It's perfect. <laughs> anyway, no, that's fine. Uh, yeah, I agree. The, the whole, as well, the the space for you to ask questions like that, where it is perfectly normal, uh, also get, lets you vibe what they choose, right? Yeah. Because it's not, it's not just the why. It is what they choose. If they were like something very boring. And it kind of is a little bit of insight into their critical thinking because they actually have to come up with something on the fly mm. unless they've thought about it before. Unless it's not inferred. Yeah. Um, expansion pack, opportunity. Just get an ice cream after because I think we'll probably be going in the summertime. So just go to like the closest real fruit ice Dairy. cream. <laughs> <laughs> I know is a guy. Do they do like what, food or coffee at the... Yeah, they yep. probably do. Yeah, you, just, you grab something. End it like at, a ca- at the cafe or something. It's weird because it's all like meat. You do feel a bit uncomfortable. Like where where are these chicken nuggets really from? Yeah. Oh man. They like name it playfully after like Dino Bites. Me- meerkat munchies, but then you <laughs> bite into it and there's like a tail on the end of it. Um I put the second date chance of this at seventy percent, but I'm happy to upgrade it to ninety percent if they're an animal lover. Mm. So just contextually know who you're taking on the date, yeah. how to apply it. Very slim opportunities for romance. Very public place. No real little, like, cute things that you can kind of do. You're not really... There's no need to touch or anything like that. I think it would be kind of weird. Fantastic escape plan, though. You guys familiar with the bird sanctuary kind of caged-in thing? And it gets quite weavy and stuff. You just, at the first opportunity in that place, as soon as you kind of maybe hang back a bit or tie your shoe just run out of there and just be like, I got lost. Mm. Particularly a big place. It's crazy. Lots of animals, man. Maybe one of the reasons you wanted to escape was if they had quite a shrill voice, they would sound like one of those birds as well. (laughs) So they're like, you're like, oh, well, that's just like, you know, that's the toucan. (laughs) That's perfectly normal enough. So there would be no security or anything like that. It is pretty fucking crazy that less than 20 kilometers away from where we're recording this is just like a hippo. Yeah. And a rhino. Like, that's here. There's not many, but there's enough for there to be more than one. Or more than zero, I mean. Yeah. That's fucking weird, man. That's very bizarre. It's just weird that there's animals, like, outside everywhere, just just huh? swarming Yeah, about the place. Anytime they wanted to, they could just take over. I like it. It's solid. Cool. Yeah, that's, a, that's a good idea. Yeah. yeah. 
Uh, shall we move on to our number twos? Oh. Oh, just between us, girlfriend. Um, Squirrel friends. I have Zorbing. Oh, wow. Oh, is that when you're in a big blown up ball? And yeah. Oh. Uh, so you do have to take a trip out to Rotorua, and I'm aware that it doesn't smell amazing there. Um, but you're in a big ball, so you actually can't smell it. You're only in there with your own farts, and that's it. Or their farts, which could be bad. <laughs> <coughs> Pros, it's like Twister, which was the original flirty dinner party game, but combined with a slip and slide. So a lot more chaotic and a lot less like flirtatious to it, which is great, I think. You know, you don't want this like excuse for sexuality going on. Are there options around dry zorbing and wet zorbing? Do you have both? Like, can you pick? Well, I love that you ask, actually. And that comes under my cost thing. Do you mind if I come to it a little bit later? No, absolutely fine. That's cool. Um, I also like, it's a high unique factor. I don't Hell think, yeah. I don't think anyone's really gone zorbing for a first date. And did you know that, so you go down the hot hill <coughs> and then while you wait for your next ride, you chill out in a hot tub. So you get kind of a bit of both of like, it's cool, but it is all part of the package. So there's no expansion pack required. It's just part of it. You're just chilling out. It's the exact same as just sitting on the oh, yeah. bus stop. If you're going to go on a bus for a date. <laughs> How do you get up the hill? Uh, I'm hoping that, I don't actually know, but I'm hoping they have a ski lift. I would imagine they have some kind of zebra I, I would imagine they have some kind of like um, giant like ball picker upper, kind of like a claw in um, like the arcades, you know, and it just like picks up your ball. And it's just like, like that. And you just get deposited at the top of the hill. I think that would be great. That would be incredible. Um, and then it is quite costly. You do have the two ride deal for $85. But you can do the th three ride super deal at ninety nine ninety nine, um, and the super deal includes the Sidewinder, Straight Track, and Big Air. Now, this wouldn't be any perfect top three without me identifying some limitations. So, um, buying the three ride super deal is not available in conjunction with any other deal or offer. Applicable to direct bookings only. Standards or rider restrictions and health and safety apply. Packages per person cannot be split up or shared subject to availability and water riders only. So, I am aware that there are terms and conditions. Well done. To that was incredible. That was actually very good. Yeah, that was sick. I like that. But um, yeah, that's why I've got Zorb at number two. Do you know how long the actual downhill part takes? I imagine brief, thrilling. I'm going to say no more than like 30 to 40 seconds, but no, I don't. Okay, also we, we glossed over you get a drive to Rotorua. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, big um, limitation. Which is fine because it's like you're doubling down on your date. You're like, I mm. really want to do this with you. I think you're going to be like a good yeah. person that I'm going to go out with. I want to invest in this. And your person's going to see that and be like, wow, he fucking took me to Roro. Yeah. You you would, yeah. Because there's like very limited escape opportunities, which yeah. I know is not really <laughs> what you guys have thought about. <laughs> this guys are really worried about <laughs> not being pinned down. Eh? You, you go on enough first dates, you realize that they're not all hitters, even if you were hopeful. Yeah. To be clear, the issue with going to Rotorua is not the place, it is the drive itself. Yeah. Uh, exacerbated by potentially like a loose elbow in the roll down. So like on the way over, it's great. And then you just catch them and they've got a busted lip or some shit. Not only are they grumpy with you, but also conversations can be like, oh, so we can't stop at like the next possible exit. <laughs> yeah. So the, my two things are the ride is going to be... You've locked yourself in for about yeah. three hours. 
Yeah. And, and I'd they, say probably like one hour travel, one hour of whatever admin and fun and blah, blah, blah. And then one hour of travel back again, probably. Yeah. And possibly like, more. Two hours in a car is like, you know, that's that's up there. Um, the only other thing is if you're both in the same sorb, you might accidentally like fully just like smack it and like yeah. it could be some awkward body touches. Yeah. Like I say, I think that the good thing about it is that there's no way that, that um, those awkward body touches are anything beyond just clumsiness, yeah. which I think does work well. And... I yeah, think like, it's, it's more about your own character. If you're like, oh, awesome. I'm going to be like smashing my elbow into her boob. Like, that's not good. That's terrible from you. Why would you get excited? You know yeah. what I mean? Like, that's not a desirable outcome. They reckon the best way to like touch boobs isn't even with your elbow. I found that out the other day. It's boob to boob. Also, uh, what I would do in the absorb anyway is I would just go in the fetal position the entire time. Just to oh, be so you're going to like <laughs> cannonball this person. You're going to like dense up and yeah. then just ricochet into them. <laughs> like a pinball inside yeah, a pinball. break all their ribs. That would bro. be a horrible idea. Yeah, maybe I'd starfish instead. But then I'm super exposed. I'm leaving myself up to damage. Surface area is just yeah. like multiplied. Yeah, I might. Okay, fine. I would go in with like a sumo suit, I think. And I would um, <laughs> I would go in with a sumo suit, I think, and just be safe with that instead. Uh-huh. Oliver, did you, did you want to explain what happened just then whilst oh, I was talking? I've just, I've just decided to um, <laughs> go handheld. Yeah, you take a more hands-on approach. He's become like a field reporter. Yeah. I think maybe you guys no, talk for like, a bit. What you are is you're a fucking WWE guy who intros <laughs> this shit and you're like, get ready to Steen, rumble. Steen, help me. Steen. We're just going to take a quick uh, intermission. We'll be right back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we are now back. Um, Oliver's shoelaces came undone and he needed our producer to redo them. And we've been telling him to get elastic laces this whole time, but... Here we are, technical difficulties amended. And we just finished up with Zorbing, eh? Yeah, that was it. Cam's entry at number two, Zorbing. And by the way, I would, like, I'm very open to getting Velcro. I'm just not comfortable with the way, like, I don't want to be a grown man with these, like, weird yeah. springy <laughs> laces. <laughs> Much rather Velcro. Yeah. Bold. Okay. Le Liam Dunn, number two, what have you got? Yes, uh my number two is... More crime, surely. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, my number two is getting coffee. Very simple, I know. Very plain. But doesn't mean that it's not good, you know what I mean? Not tried and tested. Mm. Simple but effective. I do specify <coughs> getting coffee. Uh, <laughs> I did go for one day, one time, and that was the wording the woman used was, let's get coffee. Then we pull up and I go, so what are you going to get? She goes, mm, hot chocolate. <laughs> that's a crime. Yeah, that's bad. I was like, well, why didn't you ask me to come get hot chocolate then? <laughs> this is the worst time I've been at BP ever. <laughs> this wild bean sucks. You're like, that's disgusting. I'll get a fluffy, please. <laughs> Double the marshmallows. Um, so, yeah, like getting coffee... First of all, you, you can learn a little bit about your date, your their dietary requirements. You know what I mean? If they can't have milk, they can't have sugar, they don't want to have sugar, long black, they're straight business, fluffy, they're a kid. 
hot chocolate. Yeah, sorry. If your <laughs> date orders a fluffy, and that's when you realize they're a child, <laughs> they're you might just be a pedo, bro. <laughs> they're three kids with a trench coat on, okay, let, and they're uh, just let, on each other's oh, shoulders. Let, let and me, then, can I get a fluffy? <laughs> like I figured it out. This is not a real clear person. That mentality of a child. Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. Also. With the relative inexpensiveness, you can test your date in terms of, like, if they're expecting you to pay for it, you know. You can mm. find, you can oh, go yeah. down that road. And it's not, like, if you got to cover $10, it's not going to break the bank. Mm. Cafes are everywhere. Yeah. Easy to find. Accessibility, very high. Very high. Mm. You're also, you are taking a, an upper, right? So something that makes someone a little bit more energetic, a little bit more talkative, perhaps. So that does help. Also, the date is quite finite with how much liquid you have in your cup mm. determines how long normally you're going to stick around. Right. So Very your escape point. route is limited to basically how much caffeine yeah, you you're like, uh, I'm done. So I got to yeah, go. True. So you can kind of leave whenever you want, essentially. Yeah. Like you just stay for one. You could stay for one cup of coffee, but you could stay for like. Yeah. And that's the rookie mistake, right? Where you order the cup of coffee and then you go, and I'll just get maybe some food as well, and then they're horrible to the wait staff or something. You're like, fuck, I'm oh. now stuck until my quesadilla pops up. Will, will you guys just straight up leave a date if you're like, fuck this? I'm not bold enough to just kind of pull pin, but it would, like, I could easily leave way, way earlier, mm. like, as soon as, like, the food comes, and I'll just, because I'm a quick eater, you guys know that. Mm. So I'll just finish my plate and be like, I'm so sorry, like, I, I gotta go, like, there's... Um, been an accident. She goes, "What happened?" And I now I'm. You go. On my this feet. date fucking sucked. That is the accident. I was hoping it wouldn't. I've actually, I, f I thought I was gonna fart, and I've actually shit myself. <laughs> is that what you said, or that is an example Wait, of you? Is that are you telling us right now? Or is no, no, like that's what you would use in particular. Me. Yeah. Oh yes, the diarrhea boy. Yeah. Yeah, you would use that example. I think. Have one cup of coffee on an airplane <laughs> when I was ten years old. And no one can stop talking. And apparently, about it. I am not in control of my bowels. <laughs> on a no-fly list for that. <laughs> and once again, diarrhea makes its way into the podcast. I do. I do think if someone was, if it was not going well, then sure you can just sort of politely pass that off, I guess, and call it early. But if they are explicitly rude. To just, you know, that, just anyone, basically. I think, rude, right? Yeah, exactly. If they just started, like, saying just some horrible stuff, I think it's well within your rights to just be like, hey, listen, um, I'm out of here. Mm -hmm. I don't need this negative energy in my safe space. And I'm an Aries, so this is never going to work. Um, I've straight up had, like, an argument <laughs> with the chick on the first day. Um, but I was, like, kind of enjoying it. You know, you, like, get into it with someone. She goes... We're not going to work out. I go, definitely not. <laughs> I go, you don't argue with someone on the first date if it's going well. It's a hot chocolate. <laughs> what is the big deal? <laughs> oh. Wow. Amazing. I, I do like it. I think it is safe and, but it, like you say, simple but effective. Um, and it also just is such a great icebreaker, like right away. Mm. And it's easy to orchestrate. Like, there is always that, like, follow-up. When does the second date, like, when do you reach out for that second date? And if it's coffee, it's just such a low, like, if you go to a festival or a gig or some shit, right? And then you're like, oh, let's hang out in a couple of days. Kind of like, yo, we just spent a massive 
whatever evening or period of time. Whereas if it's a cup of coffee, it's pretty easy to orchestrate a follow-up within a short time frame. It's a classic. It is a classic. My number two is Mini Putt. Also a classic. <coughs> Affordable. 12 to $15 as long as you rem- remember your student ID. And your uh, putt. Your putter. No, you don't have to bring your own putter. Uh, I, I mean, in know. fact, I would strongly urge you <laughs> not to bring your own putter, even if you owned one, because I don't think it would it would make a good first impression. They're just not well weighted, you know. And I, I mean, I don't want to get into it, but if you are going to go on the regional circuit for mini putt, you do you do need your own putter, and so you can't have these bright, double handed Technicolor ones. So you I'm just saying, like, it's a worthwhile investment, and you should maybe look into. It. He probably shows up with like one fingerless glove as well. He lines up as he gets there. <laughs> it's weather flexible. So if it's raining, you can go to an indoor mini putt. If it's nice, you can go to outdoor. Low barrier of entry for some competition. It's like kind of, it's both fun and funny. It doesn't really matter if you're good at it. I mean, it would be a bonus if you were both like kind of weirdly into it. And then like, mm. but if... One of you or both of you suck. It's like kind of hilarious. Um, the worse you are, the better it is sometimes just because of that, like, you know, um, playful nature. Low tier competition for me is like the best place to flirt. It is so good for flirting when you can kind of give the person shit for the way they're putting or like that's bullying, not flirting. I think you'll find there's a very fine line. Right, that's why I ended up dating my bully for a very long time. Yeah. <laughs> you have a wedgie fetish, though, so I think that's got more to do with it. I'm a girly for a swirly. <laughs> Let's just go ahead and put that on Instagram right now. Girly for a swirly, camels in 2021. Remember, at me. Let's talk romance opportunity. Very hands-on. Let me show you how to putt. Get him behind her or him, hands on hand action, and just go through the motion. And you know, the thing about these gloves, they're actually quite affordable. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's a physical activity, but there's plenty, plenty of opportunities to chat throughout. It's a moderate date length, so let's say 45 minutes to an hour. So there's not too much going on. Depending on skill level? Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Here's why I couldn't put it at number one. You can't escape from it. Like if you're locked into nine, between nine and 18 holes, you really can't get away. Um, So I know that like an hour still isn't that long to be with someone, but I always need a little ejector seat button just in case. It's always nice to have it. It's a good feeling to have that. So did you entertain your escape route just being that you get stuck on hole four and you're just like, just go on ahead. And then you just stay there because, you know, like if there's someone behind you, you don't pretend to know them. If it's, there's a family behind you, you're not like, man, we are so close to each other. Let's just all be friends. It's like, no, you're on hole three. You're obviously below me as a human being. I'm on hole four. Don't talk to me. Don't pretend I exist. So if you're just stuck on like the hill, you know, there's like the hill, the hole, and then the hill on the other end, and you just keep overhitting it. And you're like, this is going nowhere. Are we the first podcast to ever like, talk about that tension felt on a mini putt course between different parties playing because when you have a group of people that are just way faster than you coming three holes back it's so fucking stressful man yeah it is it's pressure you know and yeah 
you do learn to deal with it the more and more you end up playing and the more sort of uh, competition arises around you, you do learn to just play with that pressure, which is so important um, because at the number one top moment when you're trying to get it through the windmill, all eyes on cam. I do think that is also like a slight drawback personally yeah. because you've got booger kids behind you, like bogeys and bogeys, and That's it's not great. Fair point, fair point. I put here that you can't play too much because you don't want to get too good. Definitely. Um, so you just have to be careful. You have to regulate how much you use this date. And um, my biggest thing for this one being in here is the second date opportunity. You can kind of, if you play your cards right, I would give it like a 65% chance if you lose. Mm. But if you win, not by too much, you can't smoke them. I give it a 95% because they're just like, nah, I can't leave it at that. Like, hopefully right. you're playing someone quite competitive. Yeah. And they're like, oh, my. And you can you could just, like, joke and be like, well, next time we'll go bowling. And next we'll time see we'll go happens. 18 I holes at St. Andrews. I feel <laughs> like the person who accepts a mini part date would be kind of into it. Because yeah. if you, like, really shy away from that sort of thing, you might be like, uh, can we just do something else? Yeah. And it, the person who accepts is going to be like into it. Yeah, it's kind of interesting talking about these dates because we're kind of describing them in a vacuum. But of course, any of these dates we choose, we would a lot of it that goes into it would depend on who we're talking to. Because I can't take Definitely. someone that's just like not into, let's say, sport or anything like that. It's just that like it's one thing to not be into it. If she kind of like detests sport, mm. then I would be like, oh yeah, floor. Yeah, we're I think we're that. all operating under the assumption that our dates are accepted. Like. By the person who we're taking. I mean, my number three was literally to avoid that pitfall. It's just, you know, what do you want to do? And they're like, uh, literally anything other than mini putt because I've heard about you. (laughs) (laughs) You've got a bit of a reputation (laughs) around Callum Gray. I saw you teeing off and I saw you throw it at your caddy. And why did you bring a caddy with you to mini putt? (laughs) It'd be a really funny sketch. Little video. He's made into it. That's my number two. Uh, I, I love it. I like when I was talking to Josh about it earlier today, and initially I had it as my number one, but um, my number one had just too many points that I really enjoyed. Can I just ask you guys as well? Um, don't you hate it when you swallow your gum? Yes, I did. No, Cam. I'm actually, we have a paid ad, so I'd rather you not interrupt. Here at Infinity Gum, we have developed a stick of gum that is designed to activate your gag reflex should it pass your tonsils. Never swallow again with our cutting-edge gum of the future. Please note if you've had your tonsils removed, it will make Infinity Gum completely obsolete. Infinity Gum does not offer refunds on non-tonsil users and condones tonsil removal under any circumstances. For more info on why tonsils, tonsillitis is a government-created infection, head to www.flattonsil.org.nz. And actually, a fun point about Infinity Gum, guys, never have to brush your teeth again. No, Liam, sorry. <laughs> no, yeah, you can just never brush your teeth again, I and don't you'll never have any fillings or cavities at all. I don't know why you think that. You definitely need to brush your teeth, man. Gum does not brush your teeth. How awesome. So we've just got another, another sponsor for the show. I'm not even going to talk to it because it's like... I'm just used to it. Hey, man, if I started, I wouldn't stop. Infinity gum. Um, guys, I haven't seen a dime from the podcast. We can pay <laughs> you just joined, buddy. Oh, okay. If it makes you feel any better, neither have we. You're on your 90-day contract. Oh. So as long as you don't steal any Moro around us, you might be able to see a, a smidge. 
you should see the contracts that Nexus makes us sign. All the different clauses, like we can't, like they, uh, I see something like they're going to make a toy line out of us. and we Toilet get, we, line. No, toy. No, it's a toilet line. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. I, I shotgunned the bidet. Yeah, and we're not getting any residuals. We're not getting any royalties on that one. Yeah, yeah. Crazy, crazy. Shouldn't have signed in crayon. Oh, I'm so excited for number ones because this is this is where it really gets <coughs> heated. Yeah. So usually I pick. I try to really go outside of the, you know, bubble, <laughs> or Zorb. inside Zorb. Yeah, thank you. Um, but I've actually just picked something nice and solid here and a little bit cutesy. I don't even know if I'm saying it right. The picnic. A little picnic date. Hmm. Extremely versatile in location. Um, sets up a context wherein she knows you got a rug in your booty, your car, and you can just do this picnic thing whenever you feel like it on the next road trip. You see a little spot, a reserve. Let's have a picnic there. I also quite like that the preamble to the pitch niche is um, you have to go to a supermarket and as Liam pointed out with dietary requirements like you very quickly learn what they are but you are no longer limited to like if you go out for dinner and the person says I'm gluten free it's kind of like oh I didn't know that and now all of a sudden this person might feel like a burden or something which they shouldn't but nonetheless like it's just a product of what you call it, inconvenience via date selection. So I have opened that up by being like, oh, you don't like hummus? That's cool. We don't need to get any. Uh, I don't like soft cheeses. Um, so we don't need to get any of that. We could just get some crisps, some yogurts perhaps, some dips, some whatever it might be. The fact that I said yogurts points out I haven't been on too many picnics because I don't think that's a common <laughs> common choice. Um, it's also extremely affordable. It's, um, it does have like, it's very relaxing. It's very light hearted. I wouldn't say it's extremely affordable. Extremely true. affordable. Yeah, no, that's true. Yeah, coffee. Shoplifting. Oh. Um, that's <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, you're in the negative. You're earning money <laughs> on that day. <laughs> no, you still paid for it, remember? Yeah, 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 but Cam's talking about real shoplifting. Mine, what I do is not shoplifting. Yeah, yeah What true, I do yeah. is art. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I do think I do think as well it's sort of like there are lots of as you put uh, pointed out romantic opportunities you know little breeze comes through you got the coat you know you got the little like you could bring a bowl of spaghetti with you and lady and tramp that business Um, you could you know accidentally accidentally both touch the pick and mix at the same time. So there's lots of like little cutesy opportunities there that are nothing too crazy. Um, yeah, just a, just a solid, safe choice, I think. Would you say that a picnic needs to be outside? Uh, okay. Probably, right? On the one hand, yes, but I do think it like Where you can you turn it into like an ironic thing, which at the moment we're at peak irony. So you can be like, not that you would do this, but you could be like, let's have a picnic at a food court, for example. You could do that. I'm not saying you would. I'm not saying you should, but you could do that. And particularly with the three of us here and the amount of ridiculous bullshit that we have said and believe, we all have the capacity to pull that off. Yeah, I mean, like, what is, what is a picnic? It's eating a lot of food on a blanket, right? Exactly. So, I mean, you could essentially be like, hey, let's have a picnic in my lounge. Watch yeah. a movie. Yeah. yeah. You're still it pulling it off. Is, yeah. Yeah. 
And again, it, that op- opens you up to that uniqueness and creativity. Do we have any pushback on, and this could be just me, but I, it was like a real big thing, eating in front of someone on the very first date? Is no. that like, does that not bother you guys at all? Not really. Okay. Because Maybe I'm going, it's just me. they're aware that I eat food, probably. Yeah. And they've already been like, so you eat? But I will, say this, I will say this, you have that in common with a lot of people, particularly yeah. females, to yeah. be honest. I just want to eliminate all chance of getting food stuck in my teeth mm. and that whole awkwardness. I don't want to spill anything. I don't want to seem clumsy. I don't want, you know, with different dinner dates or foods. I agree with you on that one. Yeah. Like, I... You would lose your mind. Just out you. of my own, like, not being able to eat without spilling shit on my shirt, I will mm. just go for something where I... Don't have to worry about that. Yeah. But if we're talking about, you know, someone who ain't me, then. Yeah. I just always have infinity gum in my mouth and I use that to uh, lather over my teeth if I've got anything there. And it just looks like I've got one very large tooth. So I'm actually always, I'm always coming correct, bro. I've never got an issue. Wearing like a mouth guard gum. Yeah. No, actually the food is quite nice. <laughs> oh, he's got a stick on you. <laughs> You don't. You don't need another one. Yeah, it's, it's infinity. Just, I mean, the flavor uh, doesn't last unless you vomit from the gag reflex and you have to throw it up, right? Yeah, true. Anyway, yeah, that's why I have the picnic there. Like I say, safe, reliable, <coughs> and and I think the number one thing for me weirdly was like, oh, now they know I got a rug in the boot. Like now I can just do that whenever, and it's not like a, you know how there's some people you're like, you're not a picnic guy, and then yeah. out of nowhere they're like, guys, let's go for a picnic. You're like who the fuck are you? Yeah. Like. You know, what podcast did you listen to? We're like, oh, I'm going to start doing picnics. I think it's, you said it's safe. And I actually think that's fine in this context. I think safe should be kind of celebrated because it's just the comfort of both parties is like important. Um, There is a little issue just with like the quality of the picnic has to be good. Because if you put, if you put on a spread and I know you'd be great at it. I can do my shakutue, like there's no tomorrow. But there's some, it does take... It's quite a lot of skill. Well, not no, I shouldn't say quite a lot of skill. It's just a fucking picnic. But if you put on, like, a pretty lousy spread of just, like, a box of shapes and some, like, um, cherry sausages, yeah. then you're, you're you know fucked. What? You can get it wrong, but if you get it so right, that's also noteworthy. So you can put on a little – you can definitely get, you know, the correct tapenades, perhaps, mm. some hors d'oeuvres. You know, you're picking up what you're putting down, bro. You're talking about a plastic flute glass with some sparkling <laughs> grape juice in there. Oh, it's an appetizer. Looking like champagne, but you're not getting drunk. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Oh. <laughs> we talking classy. Liam Dunn, uh, as long as you're happy, Ken. Yeah. What is your number one? Okay, my number one is, <coughs> together with your date, taking a dog for a walk. Okay, so just right off the bat, unless this person is like a serial killer, psycho, who who doesn't like animals, like, mm-hmm. also they're gonna see you in a light of, as like a person who's responsible enough to care for another living creature. So you know, right there, you just you got responsibility points. Yeah, I know some people care about that. Um, also you're caring. You're caring individual. You want to make sure that this that's, this animal has, like, a quality life. So they're like, oh, yeah, this guy's nice. It also wrapped up in that is a walk. 
So like you're also going for a walk like with the with the person. You get fresh air. One big icebreaker is like whenever you meet someone for the first time, we all know you go in for that like awkward, oh hey, hi, and for the hug. You let the dog go a little bit in front of you. The person has to meet the dog before they meet you. They're already in a happy mood. They're like, oh hey, oh, you know, with the dog. It's a God forbid you're on your date and some unsavory character comes up to you. You've got a dog for security. Mm. security. I've really thought of everything for this. It is the only opportunity where picking shit up is noble. <laughs> They're like, wow, this guy loves his feces. And you're like, keep New Zealand green, bro. So you've thought of everything. Yeah. So can I ask you a question then if you've thought of everything? Sure, bro. I know this isn't just specific to you. Mm-hmm. But do you have a dog? I can get one. Get no, my hands no, on no. one. So hang on. <laughs> so this date is perfect for the person who owns a dog or has a family dog. Look, I can get my hands on a dog. If but I if you to. get your hands on a dog, <laughs> at some point she's going to be like, oh my God, your dog is so... And you go, oh, not my dog. <laughs> yeah, but, and then, but no, I don't agree with that. I think you can easily be like, oh, this is not my dog. I'm taking my dog's friend for... Uh, yeah, my dog's friend. I'm taking my friend's dog for a walk quite early. You could get in front of that quite early. And I don't think that that's anything that's socially like... Really? That's strange. Okay, I I, you could, I okay, agree. So like realistically, I could just be like, hey, I'm doing my friend a favor. Okay, I agree. But to invite her on the walk is a little bit like, I want you to see me as the guy <sighs> with the dog. Ah, right. You know right. what I mean? So she'll be like, oh, yeah. Like, you could have walked this dog anytime. And she'll be grateful, but it's also a little bit like, yeah, you really want to be this dog guy and have, yeah. you know, woman flock to you with this dog. So, So you're saying it's quite... It's quite an obvious card. I think so. Really, right. like what I was thinking about when I thought about this is just taking care of an animal. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I just wanted to really like. Well, that'd be a great. That's actually going to be great for our episode where we do top five animal caring activities. <laughs> yeah, because I'm just going to have Liam walk my dog, <laughs> so I don't fucking care. Um, I think what is great about what you've just said there, and I think you kind of have crossed off both. Where your f- your third one is about deception, and this one is determined by how deceptive you want to be because you could become like, this is my dog and have this ridiculous charade of having a Bichon Freeze mix. And, uh, or you could just cut out right in front of him and be like, do you want to walk my friend's dog? And then you are now leaving it into the air of whether, like, I don't know whether Oliver's making a weird sort of pushback here or whether it's a natural one. She could be like, that's weird. Or she'd be like, that's awesome. Yeah, it is actually kind of. It could go one of two ways. If you know that she's crazy about animals or especially dogs, she will not give a single fuck. Yeah. She'll just be like, "Yes." Sir. Also, it's all in how you pose the question. If you go, "Hey, do you want to walk my friend's dog?" Yeah, she goes, "Are you are you already doing this? Is or your friend you injured?" I, I suppose <laughs> if you go, "Hey, I'm already walking my friend's dog. Do you want to come with me?" Then she's like, "Oh, okay, this is something you're doing. Yeah, I'll come along." Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, what would be the good. ideal dog to walk? Medium-sized, cute dog. Ah, yes. Okay. We might need a type. Golden Retriever or like a young Labrador that's not fat yet? (laughs) If you're taking a friend's dog, Mm -hmm. what happens if it gets out of control? Because this isn't your dog. Yeah, and we know your friends. (laughs) Bro, I'm Caesar Chavez, the dog whisperer. Uh, also that you do run the risk of like, like you say, if the dog gets out of control, you now have to say that dog's name. And if it's Chi Chi, 
and you got to be running after her, like, Gigi, 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 Gigi. She's like, oh, that is demeaning, you know? And that's just a name I came up with a thin air. There's a lot of very bad names out there for dogs. you got to really think that part through. So I'm thinking I have the best number one so far. <laughs> I almost agree with you. I do too. And I honestly loved it so much until you said it's perfect. I've thought of everything. <laughs> and then I went, okay, let me remove my notebook where I've been taking a lot of notes on what to do and crack out the interview. Would you do like a different dog each time? Like go to a different friend, get a different dog? Just, just to see which dogs work the best? I'll tell you how it goes. The first time, I say it's my friend's dog. The second time, I say it's my dog. By the third and fourth date, I have pictures of me on Tinder with the dog. <laughs> <laughs> and it's in my bio. Yeah, r- real Brian Scalabrini setup. I like it. I think it's really, really good. And I'm yeah. annoyed because I never even thought about it, not even for a second. I think there's one, one huge mistake you made with it. You put it above a coffee date. A oh, coffee man. date is the best date you could ever do. Two weeks in a row he segued like this, where he's taken your one or two. Yeah, he's, like, a, he's it's like a one. super salesman personality type guy. He's like <laughs> trying to fuck you over in his intro. And let me tell you about air fryers and why they're a great date <laughs> option. <laughs> so let's start off with the environment itself. Um, cafes, as they are, super pleasant places to be. Majority, you know, you're going to like pick out the best one right um so no pressure which i've already talked about um a really simple experience uh, all you're really doing is waiting for coffee sitting down then you're drinking the coffee and if things are good you're talking after the coffee as well right um so there's a real opportunity for you know you guys to get to know each other it's like best it's like everything else is kind of pulled away it's just a conversation but it's really nice chill Independent of weather, doesn't matter. You can go whenever you want. If it's raining, you're kind of fucked with a dog walk. There's always options outside of coffee. So, yeah, hot chocolate, tea, smoothies, you're sweet. If she's not into coffee and you are, then that's cool. There's no eating necessary, which I pointed out earlier as a thing. I just want to avoid any kind of awkward situations. But I'm pretty happy to say that's not a huge one. A lot of observational humor you could get into because... Cafes in particular, their staff, they're like real characters. Like there's something, there'll be at least one dude, usually the barista, and he'd be like, do you see that guy's ponytail? Well, like there's heaps. Like one time I was I was like with um, someone I was seeing and this guy brought our flat whites out and the, la- the, um, the like art on top, I'm not kidding. He had done like a, a penis shape on hers. And I'm not exaggerating when I say he came and put it down and like looked at her as he did it and walked away. And I mean, did you see that? She was just like, nah. I was like, that looks like a penis. And I was actually quite annoyed by it all, but it was still something to talk about, right? He also went, not just any penis, my penis. (laughs) (laughs) What was his name? I don't know, because it was a cafe in Auckland. No, the guy you're on a date with. (laughs) Genius. Very funny. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, top tier physical comfort in terms of, I would put um, movie theater chairs above it, but then you're in a movie and you can't talk, so there's huge pitfalls. Cafe dependent. 
Yeah. What's that one in Hamilton? And they got like little old school seats that you sit on. Oh, Grey Gardens. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But the opportunity f- just to be seated or like, you know, be able to relax over a table. Uh, natural expa- expansion pack, op shop. So just go to one, like go to a nice cafe in Frankton or Hamilton East. Just go for a little op shop afterwards. Ask like, them. for example, you can hit the uni and then you can hit the hospice rewind. Wow. Oh. Look at him go. That's a hell of a setup they've got going on, man. It is. A hell That's of a really setup. cool. It is. Much love. Second date chance, I put it as a consistent 85. 85%. Because I like it. You always leave them wanting a little bit more. It's such a simple experience, which is what you kind of pointed to when Liam was talking about it. It's just, there's no way you can really overkill if you do a really big grand first date. Sometimes it's hard if you've spent too much time with them for them to be keen on like a quick follow-up. Whereas I actually think you can go on a coffee date on like a Thursday and catch up with them on a Saturday easily. Yeah quick turnaround i love the date length on a coffee date because it's (coughs) precisely how long you want it to be like if you want to sip your coffee and really nurse it um you can really elongate the date so it's super flexible in terms in terms of bailing you could just burn your throat and get out of there (laughs) in like 10 minutes if you really wanted to super cheap the cheapest. Yeah, the cheapest, yeah. Apart from walking a dog, but there's some logistics around organizing a dog. Yeah. Here's why I love it the most. Very slim opportunities for any romance, but what you do is you trade it in for extended eye contact. And I would argue more than anything else on a date, eye contact is the best way to gauge actual real interest chemistry you have a look in someone's eyes for quite a while and you give them a bit of a smile and they're either going to keep that and smile back sorry cam back off or they're going to kind of look off to the other side yeah and even on top of like gauging that interest like some really solid eye contact really builds up the romance for a second date. I love it. It's my, it's the best. Staring at people. Yeah, well, look, I'll agree. I had coffee as my number one and I changed it out for walking a dog because I fell in love with my idea. Mm. Um, yeah, getting a coffee is very good. A lot of people have already been on a coffee date. You're asking someone to do something they've, already done makes them more confident makes yeah. them more relaxed mm-hmm. that's funny because <clears throat> i was about to say that that is it's not it's definitely like a really really good choice um but i do i did try to think about like how many coffee dates has someone been on and does it just stack up to again that whole roller decks i was talking about but the way you've just put it is great where it is actually like it's a familiarity thing and we kind of have walked that line there where it's like some things are familiar, some things are really unfamiliar, but make sure that you're both unfamiliar or both familiar. Yeah. You don't want to be that guy who's like, well, actually, I do have a mini putt in my a putter in my car or whatever it might be. Like, you both have to be on the same playing field, I guess. I, I guess it's like you could be shopping for shoes and you'd be like, oh, 
everyone owns Nike shoes. Just everyone. And then you go and look and you try them on and you go, fuck me, Nike is the comfiest, the best looking. I'm always going to get Nike. And that's like the coffee date. You'd be like, ah, nah, it's just like, it's, it's, the, it's the cheapest, it's the chillest. I'm going to get to know this person. She's not going to be able to, or he is not going to be able to hide behind any kind of like over the top activity we do. Mm. Just me and her, controlled <coughs> environment, public. Also, you're not able to hide behind that as well, which is great. Like it allows your personality or lack thereof to come straight to the f- fore. Not yours specifically, just no, the general. You. I, I also, agree. Uh, one thing I was wondering is because I know how your brain works. Do you have like a specific coffee order for the first date? And does that change to something else down the line? Or are you just, I'm a flat white guy and you go right the way through. Do you start off with like a long black to be like, this is my team. And then down the line, you're not. I couldn't tell you like if I've ever registered what I've ordered. So by right. that, by that, I would say, no, I don't okay. care. But I go instant. <laughs> <laughs> I actually ask for, um, a cup of milk with ice. <laughs> with ice. <laughs> I uh, I remember one time grabbing coffee with a friend and uh, this was a platonic grabbing coffee. And uh, he, he, so he orders his coffee and then this was not the ones where they go, how much sugar do you want? They just got the sugar sachets. And he goes, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven sachets of sugar into his coffee. At which point I said, do you actually have seven sachets of coffee, uh, sugar in your coffee or did you forget? And he said, now I'm self-conscious. I usually have 11. <laughs> and I was like, this fucking dude turns wow. it into a, I don't know, caramel sauce, I guess. But also he was did this it. in Wellington? No, it was the, there at Memento, wow. wherever we are. Uh, it also blew my mind that he has 11 because that means he went to double digits and went mm, one more unbelievable also do you even like coffee at that point no like, you just have sugar and water bro yeah. that's what you really yeah. want like, yeah unbelievable have a fucking like ice cream sandwich it was it Cut was out bizarre. The middle, man. i will never forget it. it was so strange i think you guys know what time it is it's time to invite in our producer stain and if you tuned in last week, you know that we now go to him at the end of an episode to see who he thinks had the most compelling argument for their top three. Stain. Well, uh, this has definitely been the most difficult pick. I've got t- top two here. Uh, and unfortunately, Cam, you've come third place. <laughs> That's cool, man. That's fine. Uh, so originally, Guide your idea of finding a dog is quite difficult. Now, when you were saying all that, I've thought of how you can get a dog Easily, every time. Oh, God. Right? S-P-E-C-A. Yeah. Dog shelters. Yeah. Any of that. Oh, which is oh, even better. shit. Even better. Then you're like a good guy. Yeah. Oh. Sorry, Steen, just to clarify, because Liam didn't think of that, does yeah, that weigh into whether... Because yeah. honestly, that's probably like a solid win. I would at least, if I was picking, I'd be like that. Oh, definitely, if it's, no, a, if it's a rescue. Not because Steen picks the winner last time, he changed his mind to about who won out of you guys, depending that's, on what he thought. So it's mm. not Liam's fault that his is just even better than he realised. Yes, so. yeah, yeah, very yeah. fair, very fair. However, going to the coffee dates, yeah, that was that was bang on, that was good. However, then I thought, what if you don't like coffee? Mm. But then, I'll, of course, there's other drinks. And then I was like, oh, then, then you guys, Cam and Liam, raised a really good point that's being 
how many coffee dates is too many coffee dates? Mm. And that's where I was like, oh, now it drags it back to the dog side. And then I've been, I've been going left and right. However, at the very end of it, and I, I will say my own, only point of SPCA, good guy, is why I'll just give it yeah. to walking a dog. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. Following close by with coffee. I agree. Yeah, I'm happy with that. And even like with Liam's top three overall, he had coffee in there. So he had yeah. his bases covered. There's also nothing wrong with getting coffee whilst you are walking. I mean, you do have now limitation of hands, but you do have uh, the dog I just want to say thing. second season in the league, already got my first ring. <laughs> <laughs> it's like your second game, bro. It's your second game, not even season, bro. <laughs> and you, you squeaked out a victory. And we are going to be looking into how many crimes you've committed given your third one was there. So the legitimacy yeah, of you on. getting in. S- just for the record, Steen, I just need, I'm more than happy for him to have it. I just want some consistency because as of late, we've judged the entire top three and you <laughs> nah, gave the this dub. Guy is feeling, you, this guy's a bad loser. No, I just want to make sure you gave the dub to the Moro Bar kid. <laughs> That's cool though. I walking dogs. To be fair, Steen does look a little bit like the Milky Bar kid. <laughs> I'll take that. <laughs> so uh, he's probably okay with it. He's gonna have like this blur over your face for this whole episode. Just yeah, for that's that. fine. Hey, <laughs> ladies. Uh, once again, thank you very much, gentlemen. Yeah, this yeah. was fun. This was really cool. We don't even have anything for next week. Uh, we are like recording way ahead of time. I don't even think episode three is out yet. Not to break the fourth wall. Yeah. Um, so by that I mean reach out like uh, at any point and let us know if you want us to do something. I think we've actually had people. We've had a couple of recommendations. Just, just yeah. yeah. They all fucking sucked. But I'm sure you could be the first one to be good. If we pick your one, we'll definitely shout you out. We'll let you know. Um, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. This was really cool. As always, thank you very much. I love you guys like so much. Too much. It's oh. only the first date, so... Oh, I'm not about to say that. It's the fifth date. See you guys. <laughs>